Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Good morning, morning Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, Father. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We bless your holy name, Lord. We worship you. We give you glory. We give you honor. Your name, the name above all names. The name before all other names on our heart. Let our thoughts be trained towards you first. When we look at you and we think of the words you say, you know the thoughts that you think towards us. The thoughts that you have, the plans that you have for us to give us an expected end, to give us a life of abundance. We thank you, Father. We thank you for adding this day to our life. We thank you for this opportunity to pray and to talk to you. We thank you, Lord, that you keep on teaching us and you never stop. And you have put your law, your word to us. And today we reflect on that. We thank you, Father, for the gift of Jesus, for the gift of your spirit. And we thank you, Lord, that every time we come to you with prayer in our heart, your peace and your joy is what you first give us. That peace that helps us maintain stillness despite all the worries, despite all the concerns. When we are with you, we are able to put that aside and focus on you. We are able to renew our minds, to empty all those thoughts out so that we can receive from you. For if we do not empty that worry out, there is no place to receive from you. Where will the answer and solution then fit? So you help us keep that stillness so that we are able to cut out everything from that situation where we are with you. And in that moment, you pour your wisdom, your understanding into our hearts. And when we receive of that wisdom and understanding, and we take actions directed by your spirit, we are able to step out of all those challenges and walk in your light, in abundance, with the solution to every challenge that comes across to us. Father, this peace and this joy that only you give and no one else can give, and what you give, no one can take away. We want to share that peace and that joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and will pray with this recording. We share your peace and joy with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group. With all those that are called by your name as Christians and do not yet know you. And with all those that have willfully chosen darkness over you, that have willfully chosen ignorance or to follow a false doctrine. Let your light shine through every such wall of darkness, every such veil, let it be torn apart. 
Let every mountain of lie that stands in their way be cut down to reveal your presence. And as we begin our prayer this morning, Father, we call on your name. The name of our creator, our maker, the great I am, the king of kings. The God who is our father. The almighty who is merciful and ever gracious. Never willing that anyone should be punished and thrown into outer darkness, but gives a lifeline through grace. That each one that is willing to believe might have an opportunity for eternal life. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son, the Lord of hosts, the rider on the white horse who leads his army into battle. And he is that Lord of hosts, the Lord of heavenly hosts, the heavenly armies, the armies of angels. The king of kings. The one who has won every battle against the enemy. And through him all our sins have been nailed on the cross. Through him has grace been revealed to us and made available. It is he who has taught us to call God our Father. It is he who has taught us faith, who has taught us to pray. And it is through him that we have received the template of what an ideal Adam, us, our life should look like. He is the way to the Father, the truth that is eternal, the Word Himself, who became flesh and dwelt amongst us, and now through the revelation granted by His Spirit dwells within us, making us incorruptible through His Word, through an understanding of His will and His Word. So that the enemy, the devil, can no more get us in that area of our life. And we pray in the name of his spirit. That same spirit of resurrection that raised Jesus from the dead. It is he who gives life to our mortal bodies as well. He is the spirit of truth who guides us into all truth. He is the one that heals all our backsliding. It is he who convicts us but is never willing to condemn us. Ever willing, always, to pull us out of the pit. The one who is patient. God himself who made his tabernacle within our body. So that in all our weakness, through his presence, we are made strong. It is not by our might or by our power. It is by his presence and his direction that he gives us. That we are quickened, that we are given wisdom and understanding that we are given answers, that we are given all sorts of direction. Things that we do not see and fail to understand. It is he who pulls us out of every such difficult situation. It is he who is our teacher, our friend, our father, our advocate. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us the spirit of the living God himself to be within us. We thank you, Father, that you have given us Jesus who paid the price for our every sin, 
once and for all. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the opportunity to pray. You have blessed us with the gift of your word. You have blessed us with our angels and destiny help us. We are able to tap into your heavenly hosts to access the power that you have made available through them. That we are able to command with authority and they fulfill it when that command is in accordance with your will and your word. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with health and strength, with food on our table, with a shelter over our heads. You have blessed us with family and friends that care for us. We thank you, Father, <coughs> that you have given us every possible resource that we need that will take us to your abundance. Today, as we pray, we reflect on your law, the law of God. And when we think of the law, the most common scripture that comes to mind, simply by way of us repeating it over and over again, and I confess boldly, is Galatians 3 verse 13, which says that Christ has redeemed us from the curse pronounced by the law. And that makes the law look fearful, the curse of the law. And it is fearful. So today we reflect on whether God's law is a blessing or a curse. But first, what is God's law? The word of God is a compendium of three types of information, which I'd like to refer as the three P's. Principles, prophecies, and promises. Principles are his laws and ordinances, which when applied with understanding, must repeatedly produce the exact same result. Whether Brother Vivek uses it, Sister Shanin uses it, or anyone else, whether people that are filled with prayer use it, or those that pray very little, those laws are written in stone and must be fulfilled when they are applied correctly. Likewise for promises, we speak scriptures all the time claiming healing, success and freedom. And with prophecies, he warns us of things to come. Now every promise or principle comes with conditions attached to it. A failure to keep them can not only stop its fulfillment, but bring a curse. Look at Deuteronomy 28 verse 15 where Moses said, if you will not listen to the voice of the Lord, thy God, and to observe to do all his commandments and statutes, which I command you today, that all these curses shall come upon you and overtake you. And he lists curses after that for the rest of that chapter. So the law is based on actions or works. If our works align with what the word says, we receive blessings. But if our actions go contrary, we can receive curses. But Jesus Christ introduced grace for when we fall short in our actions and we fail to meet the mark. 
So grace, unlike the law, depends on him. It does not depend on our works. It is his to give and he freely gives. So what did Jesus really say then about the law? When he introduced grace, did he mean to overturn the law and cancel it altogether? Or render it ineffective? In Matthew 5, verse 17 and 18, he answers this question. He said, I have not come to abolish the law or the prophets. That is whatever the prophets have said. But I have come to fulfill them. So he upholds the law. And in verse 18, he says, For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, nor the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. So when he wants it accomplished, it is definitely for our good. Remember John 10.10, 10, where he said, I came that you might have life in abundance. So if he says, I came to uphold the law, then that upholding the law equates to life in abundance. And this is reconfirmed in Proverbs 4 verse 22, where he said, my words are life to those who find them. Psalm 19 verse 7 to 11 sums it up, where it says, the law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple, the precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned. In keeping them, there is great reward. And Psalm 119 verse 9 says, A young man can keep his way, keep his way pure by guarding it according to the word of God. And this is the reason we say the I confess boldly when we say, when we quote Joshua 1 verse 8, and we boldly affirm it saying, this book of the law shall not depart from my mouth. This is exactly what we are pointing to. And that is the whole understanding or the reasoning behind us speaking that. So that we are drumming it into our heads to say, we shall study the word. This book of the law shall not depart from my mouth, but I shall meditate on it, study it day and night. And then whatever I understand from it, I observe to do according to what is written in it. And when I do that, I shall make my way prosperous because I have observed the law. I have observed God's principles and ordinances. They must produce not just a breakthrough, which is a one-time thing, but favor, which is repeated results based on fulfilling that law.
it is like the law of gravity everything that is dropped in the air must fall downwards when you fulfill the law everything must go to the way of prosperity and of success where it says in Joshua 1:8 then i shall make my way prosperous and then i shall have good success through abundance based on the law the current series being taught by brother vivek 12 steps to a good year are directions to that same abundance based on the law which is a distillation of 12 keys that he provides there so then is the law a curse or a blessing it is a blessing to those who are open to receiving instruction and direction to those who are willing to learn from ancient wisdom and build their lives on it but it is a curse who choose to ignore that wisdom and try to make their own ways more often than not being beguiled by the enemy listening to his lies and making great mistakes and then they pay for it it is a curse to those who choose to rubbish the law or to rebel against it the law is a great tool to discipline such people a tool that has been devised by the father not out of anger but out of love so that when we fail and when we go through those challenges and we then hear his voice we are able to turn from it we are able to receive that disciplining of a father who is ever willing to pour grace into our lives who is not willing to punish us and throw us into the outer darkness but in every situation that looks like he is punishing us he also gives a lifeline of grace where all we need to do is repent turn back and come into the house and for those that refuse to believe all he says is in order to receive that grace repent and believe in the name of jesus and everywhere where you have fallen short of the law through grace you shall be brought up to speed jesus christ has redeemed us from the curse of that law where he took all our curses on himself all our shortcomings and all that punishment that should have come on us on himself and in return he pours out to us through that grace abraham's blessings of abundance father in the name of jesus i pray that each of us when we look to your book to your law do not look at it as things that are too hard to fulfill but we turn towards you and ask for grace that is needed in every difficult or challenging situation to overcome those challenges in accordance with what your word says no matter how difficult it is we know that you go with us that you jesus said in matthew 28 verse 20 i shall never leave you i will always be with you even unto the end of times help us always remember that and step towards the law in order to fulfill it knowing that out of it comes abundance that jesus promised us
we ask father for that renewal of mind and that edification in our spirit to stay inclined to study your word your law to to find out what it says about specific situations in our lives and then do what it says in obedience but more importantly in faith knowing that when we fulfill the condition attached to it in faith then everything that it says must come to pass and as we pray for that renewal in our spirit and in our mind we pray also father for our physical our temporal needs and all the requests that have been mentioned on this prayer group we pray in a special way for all those that are battling sickness and disease which in itself is an aberration of that law so every time there is sickness and disease we know that some law has been broken help us father we ask for your direction there to see what element has been broken where have we disobeyed where have we been unforgiving so that we realign and out of that realignment everything that was thrown out of configuration can be brought back into alignment and when we apply the blood of jesus by his stripes and by his wounds that he took on himself that healing is released and everything is restored in your name lord we claim that healing over all those we pray for we pray in a special way also for all families that are battling all challenges in their lives where certain individuals are going through all sorts of difficult phases and the entire family suffers with them families that are also going through all kinds of violence and abuse where ego has taken the place of love there are misunderstandings where there is infidelity father we cover all these families that we now pray for we take a moment to remember all families that we want to pray for that are undergoing all kinds of challenges we cover these families lord with your precious blood and we declare abundance over their lives we declare a restoration of the love you stand knocking at the door lord on their behalf we welcome you into that home so that when the god of love enters in the most low the one that brings separation must be thrown out from there right now we curse we rebuke every such spirit of division and separation and infirmity every stronghold over their lives and we cast them out from there right now under the authority of the name of Jesus it is ours to speak in faith lord and it is yours to fulfill so when we hold the horns of your tabernacle and we raise these families at your altar we plead for your mercy we know lord that you will not send us away empty handed we pray also for all those that are battling any kind of stronghold in their lives including addiction all kinds of compulsive behaviors anxiety and depression fits of rage and anger anything that is not in alignment 
with what your word and your law stipulates, Father. Everything that seeks to steal the abundance from your people and keep them yoked to the ground, we come against all such chains in your mighty name, Jesus. We declare them broken. Under your authority, your people can only live in abundance and not in slavery or in misery. Everything that causes them to stay in slavery, we come against it in your name, Jesus. We ask for wisdom in their hearts through your spirit, Lord. Quicken them that they are able to understand what needs to be upheld in accordance with your law and fulfill it. So that whatever was broken on behalf of the law is restored. And every other attack of the enemy that keeps your people in subjection, we come against it, we break it in your name, Jesus. Every act of witchcraft and wizardry, we break it by the authority of the blood of Jesus that has won all victories. Of poverty, of joblessness, financial challenges. We ask, Lord, for the wisdom to understand the gaps in our giving, where we have broken your law, so that with a thorough understanding when we give, we know that he that scattereth will always increase, and he that upholds more than his meat will tend to misery. Give us a deeper understanding of what it means, Father. We pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families. And in a special way, we pray for all those that are not yet saved, that have not yet received their gift of eternal life, salvation. We ask you, Father, quicken them in their spirit, that they might call on the name of Lord, the name of Jesus. And everyone that calls on his name shall be delivered. This is our faith and our belief. Shall be redeemed. Shall be renewed. They shall arise out of the pit. We thank you, Father, that you have heard us that you always hear us. And when we release our prayer in faith and in expectation, you meet that expectation with manifestation of that we have prayed for in accordance with your will. We now join our spirit with yours, O Holy Spirit, to make this our prayer of agreement with you, knowing and understanding that you make intercession on our behalf as well. And when we release that prayer of agreement with each other and with you, we believe in our hearts that you move at that spoken word of faith. And just like you hovered over the earth that was void and formless and gave it shape and made it a new creation, you make each of these situations that we have prayed for also into a new creation where all the old has passed away and everything has been made new in accordance with the abundance that you have planned for us, which your word says in Jeremiah 29 verse 11. We now release that prayer in faith 
And I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit to please unmute and join in. Those that are praying for the gift, please uphold your faith and release your faith. Release your tongue as well. So that when you ask the Holy Spirit to fill his gift on your tongue, he sees your faith and he releases that gift. Let us now pray in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Rasa fala raja tara kata ya, 
In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
this morning as we were praying, the vision that the Lord gave me is the Lord was standing on a beach. There were storm clouds and the seas were roaring. And he says, I am doing a new thing. Open your eyes and your heart to my word and my voice. My children, sharpen your swords. Be on alert for my appointment in your life. I love you. I am your Jesus. The scripture I was given is Romans 3, 21 to 24. But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe, for there is no distinction. Since all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, they are just about justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption which is in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And the scripture that has been put on my heart is from the book of Judges, chapter 2, from verses, uh, verses 11 to verse 15, where it says, And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and served Balaam. And they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, which brought them out of the land of Egypt and followed other gods, the gods of the people that were round about them, and bowed themselves unto them, and provoked the Lord to anger. And they forsook the Lord and served Baal and Ashtoreth. And the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel, and he delivered them into the hands of spoilers that spoiled them. And he sold them into the hand of their enemies round about, so that they could not any longer stand before their enemies. Whithersoever they went out, the hand of the Lord was against them for evil, as the Lord had said, and as the Lord had sworn unto them, and they were greatly distressed. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. When we reflect on our life, those verses seem to make a lot of sense. We also have a verse that has been shared in the chat. And this is from 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 18, where it is written. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
Father, we thank you for your teaching us, for disciplining us, for warning us. Help us to take it as constructive feedback, to make amends to our life and our ways, to realign our paths to those that you have prescribed for us. That in doing so, we shall once again make our lives prosperous and we shall have good success in accordance with your will and your word. Amen. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his jealous love that brings his favor upon us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives so that through our receiving from him, when we walk in abundance, when we become a testimony, let us carry that testimony, but along with it, the gospel that he is teaching us through the understanding that he gives us. Let us go out and then be that blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Rasul. Thank you, Rasul. God bless everyone. And everybody, God bless.